What's up, everybody? This is Cody, a.k.a. DFS Prodigy, coming to you live with Ricky, a.k.a. Daily Fantasy Talk Show. How's it going, my man? Oh, it's going good, man. Just living the dream. Are you, you surviving down there in the snow? Yeah, finally that's all melted. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it finally melted today, so I was able to go to the store, but we still have no milk and no, like, dairy products whatsoever, so there's not much making anything. So going to three gas stations and two stores, there's still nothing I can find, but it is what it is. Oh, man. Good thing I have a Brita, at least, to drink water. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Texas, we're gonna, no. yeah. anyways, we're going to dig into this seven-gamer for NBA DFS for the 21st. It's a nice seven-gamer. There's value that we can definitely find. There's going to be basically top studs we're going to have to pay up for, so on and so forth. We're going to basically break this down game by game, like usual, starting with OKC and Cleveland. Tell, tell me your top picks from this first game. Yeah, uh, starting up top, SGA definitely um, will carry lower ownership, absolutely, after he uh, kind of busted last game. Um, obviously, he's coming off you know, uh, an injury. So not really, uh, not really too scared about that. So I like him going against Cleveland. It says they're third against point guards, slash shooting guards, but really their defense ain't that great, uh, especially at that guard position. So I like SGA a lot. My favorite play from this game though, is definitely going to be Jared Allen, um, 7,100. He's going to play 30 minutes. He's going to go against Al Horford, which doesn't scare me at all. I uh, should get plenty of rebounds, plenty of points. Um, and then uh, I like Darius Garland there, uh, 5,600. Uh, I think he's a guy who can actually, you know, rather than just score, I think he can, you know, fill up the stat sheet a little bit better than Sexton. So even though Sexton can score better, uh, I, th I like Garland there for the discounted price and uh, stuff like that. And obviously there, Chetty at the bottom of the screen there, 5,500. He's been the guy that's been crushing it for me. Uh, ever since uh, they said that Drummond wasn't going to play. So he's been getting a bit more opportunity out there at the four. Um, really like him a lot. How about you go? Yeah, I'm, my main target will be Chetty Osman. He's definitely a value guy that I do like at 5,500. Um, value is kind of hard to come by, but there is definitely value on the slate. And he's definitely one of the mid-range options, options I'm looking at. I wouldn't mind taking a shot at Darius Carlin as a mini stack than running it back. With a guy like SGA, because the ownership is going to not going to be there, I don't mind taking this team on him. Basically, as just a runback option. Other than that, I'm not really paying for Henry Piallo. I'm not paying for Baisley. He's way too inconsistent along with Dort. That's not really for me. We do, like I said, have Prince out. So that Prince news is already boosting up Chetty Osman. And then Sexton, he's just an okay mid-range option. I'm not really taking a huge shot on. But he's, I wouldn't mind going to him if I had to. And then last but not least, Jared Allen is definitely in play, in my opinion, going against Horford. That defense does not scare me whatsoever, so I don't mind taking a shot at him either. That's pretty much wraps up this first game for us. Not, I'm not going to Okoro. I mean, other than that, I know he starts every single game, but that's not really for me. Looking at the next game with Minnesota and New York, so up top we have Carl Anthony Towns, which, like we always know, the defense does go down when Carl Anthony Towns plays. The defense just isn't there. So, But they are going against a defensive team in. New York with tips as their head coach, of course. So I am liking Julius Randle and this matchup a ton. I think he can do his thing. I think he's going to be low on because they're going to look at that price tag and say, no, thank you. But I'm definitely all in on Julius Randle. Talk to me about these two upper 9K guys. Yeah, I mean, Towns is, you know, one of the young stars in the league. He just needs to stay healthy, man. I mean, I think he can be really good. But going against New York, I mean – it, it, it's Towns running the show right now. Obviously, Russell's out, um, so their starting lineup is 
is Ricky Rubio starting at point guard, who's far past his prime. Um, and then just a couple average guys. I mean, it's Towns' team right now, and he's definitely been showing that past couple games. Um, but he's got a tough task ahead of him here. Uh, I think there are better sp- spend-up options in this on this slate than Towns, but uh, in a single-game slate, uh, I definitely don't mind going to Towns there. Randall Randall's probably my favorite player this game. Like you said, I think he's taking a huge step forward this year. I mean, at one point in the season, he was averaging a triple-double. I mean, the, the guy's just a walking bucket, and he does it all. So I really like Julius Randall up top. Yeah, agreed. I definitely like him easily. Malik Beasley, I don't mind taking the shot on at 6700. He's just a mid-range option if you want to get to him. Ruby, I'm not really on. I'd rather get to McLaughlin, who I think should be the starting four card for this team, honestly. I like him a lot more than Ricky Rubio, and he's seeing an upstick in minutes. Anthony Edwards, he's looked good these past couple of slates. I don't mind taking a shot at him either. He's looked – I mean, the slam dunk was amazing, in my opinion, if everybody yeah. saw that. It's definitely a top shot, which you can go find that if you want to and try to pay for that. But um, R.J. Barrett, I'm not really getting to him. I haven't been getting to him. He's just been all over the place for me. Nerlens Noel, like usual, he's going to be chalk like every single slate. He's going to be chalk with Mitchell Robinson still out. L. Payton, Rose Quigley, good luck on picking who's going to have the better game. There's no telling who will get that game. I mean, there's one starts after another. Whoever's hot will get the basically the most buckets. I'm not really picking all three of them. There's no way I'm going to pick between them whatsoever. Do you have any last closing thoughts on this game, my man, on this range? Yeah. Yeah, um, so with Anthony Edwards, I know everyone's going to be all high on him for the dunk. But if you actually look at his numbers from the game, they're not great. I mean, he didn't didn't even hit 10 points. I mean, it, it was it was an awesome dunk. I'll give him that. It, it was awesome. That's why. But uh, it, it, he dunked on a guy you two want to be, you know, want to be NBA player. Uh, he's a bum. Um, so – as cool as that Anthony Edwards dunk was, and it should be a top play of the year. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, Anthony Edwards, he's he, he's definitely on the uptrend, but he, he don't be don't be fooled by that one, one dunk. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, He's going to have the higher ownership because of that dunk is all I'm saying. So don't chase the chalk. Um, But I do like Noel here. I mean, he's going against Towns, but he gets rebounds. If he gets enough points, he'll pay off his price. So don't think too hard about it. Exactly. You're not – I'm not really on, like I said, any of the guards. Are you on Quigley or Rose or Peyton? No, like you said, it's just too, you know, it's too hard to choose. And none of them are going to go off for 40. So I'm not going to chase that. Exactly. Looking at the Detroit and Orlando game, Vucevic is always in play, in my opinion, in this matchup. I don't mind him whatsoever. He's definitely a stud. Jeremiah Grant, definitely the most improved player, in my opinion, of the league so far. I love him at 7,600 carrying this team, especially if there's going to be no DeLon Wright. Somebody's got to carry this team, and I think it's going to be him. Mason Plumley, I wouldn't mind taking a shot at 7,000, but that's kind of scary going against Vooch. But if you need to get to him at a lower ownership, I don't mind it. Terrence Ross, I'm not taking a shot on. He's too scoring dependent for me. I don't trust it ever. Evan Fournier, I know you like him. He's just a mid-range pivot. Um, he, I'm not really high on him. Talk to me about this 6K range to 10K range for this team. Yeah, I mean, Vooch is just a 
beast. And I, I think he's still underrated at this point. Like no one realizes how good this man is. He does, he does everything. You know, he's kind of like a Julius Randle, except I think he's a little bit better. You know, he, he scores, he rebounds, he assists. I mean, he's on a pretty crap team and he's putting up numbers like, you know, like nothing. He's always going to be the point of emphasis when you're playing against the Magic, and he's still doing. One, two, and, uh, you know, I, I just think it's tough to really go up there. Uh, um, I'm probably not go to Plumley, but I can definitely see why you'd want to go there. And then my boy Fournier, um, you know, we talked about him a little bit before the show here, but, uh, you know, he just got a lot of usage last game. He hit his shots. Um, but the th most important thing to me was he got assists. And he's been known in his career to get too ball heavy and just shoot, just shoot. But to see him actually be able to spread the ball out, even when he is playing with guys who aren't very good other than Vooch, uh, it's really nice to see him be able to spread the ball. So if he can, you know, spread it out like that, get some points that way, he can start paying off that price pretty good. Well, it's definitely. Um, Sadiq Bay is definitely in play only if DeLon Wright is out, which he is doubtful. So I would look to Sadiq Bay. And another guy, which I know you want to talk about, is Dennis Smith Jr. Talk to me about him for a minute. Yeah, Dennis Smith. Um, honestly, the best best thing for him was just to get out of New York. It, it was just too heavy in the guard room for him. Um, and going over to Detroit here can kind of revitalize his career a little bit. And now he's really got an opportunity right here. This this is can't beat Michael Carter Williams, and there's something wrong with you, um, especially if you're in the NBA. So he, he's at a price where you know there's no risk, and he's going to have a ton of upside. He had 25 points in the last game. And um, DeLon Wright played the first half, or at least most of it. Um, so to see that, I, I'm going to jump all over Dennis Smith tomorrow. Exactly. I definitely like Dennis Smith also at 4000 I wouldn't mind taking a shot on James Ennis if you need to for another value piece for 4700 He's starting. I don't mind taking a shot at him, like I said, either way. Moving on to this Philly and Toronto team. So the big news is if Ben Simmons is out once again with the illness, which I know he is probable, but we saw that last game where he was probable, he went through warm-ups, and then all of a sudden he got scratched with a stomach bug, basically just didn't want to play. So that boosted up Joel Embiid, which we saw him go for almost 100. So in this matchup, in this matchup alone, I can see him doing it once again. I don't mind that price tag whatsoever. He's going to be low-owned because of that price tag, which, again, if Ben Simmons is out – I do like Joel Embiid. I do like Tobias Harris seeing the upstick in usage rate once again. So also, Shake Milton is possibly back. If Shake Milton is back in, that will take away from Danny Green to Seth Curry, which Seth Curry had an awful game last game, which I think his ownership will be low either way. But if Shake Milton's out, once again, I don't mind taking a shot at Seth Curry along with if Ben Simmons is out because somebody's going to take the shot along with Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid. So talk to me about the Philly team. And tell me your thoughts on this team overall. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, if you told me that there was a Philly-Toronto game, I'd be really excited for it. Um, in terms of DFS, I'm really not that excited for it. I don't I don't think anyone's going to be able to explode from this game unless Ben Simmons is out. Yeah. Um, you know, Joel Embiid, he's just so priced up. 
I mean, if he was a flat 10K, I would say I like him anyway. But he's 11K here. Obviously, for good reason. He put up 91 in his last game. But, you know, there's not really anyone here that pops off the page because these two teams are pretty good defensively. Um, and, you know, there's just, the, the prices are really fair. Um, and some of them, I think, are too high, uh, like Fred Van Bleet, because he's been kind of a bum the last couple games here, especially considering Lowry hasn't played. Uh, Lowry considered doubtful again. Um, you could go back to Van Vliet if you're really like holding out, waiting for that one game for Van Vliet to score 50 again. Um, but in reality, the only guy I really think that I would take from this game if Ben Simmons plays uh, would be Norman Powell, just because I think Powell's one of those guys that, you know, he, he either <coughs> scores 20 points or he scores like, like 50. And, you know, being at that 6'9 price, you know, it's kind of tough. Uh, with him being in the mid-range, but he definitely has shown the ability to pop off um, in the past couple of games here without Lowry. He's benefited from no Lowry more than Fred Van Vliet, and that's crazy to me because I really thought it was going to be Van Vliet that would blow up, and it certainly has not been. Um, and then lastly, don't don't touch the Philly backcourt. I know you – with Embiid being on the court, so – um, I, I definitely like Boucher there. Right. Um, I don't mind taking the shot at Boucher at 5,900. It's just scary to me for what he can possibly do is bust. But we also see the boom side of him, so he can certainly get there for you. I do like Norman Powell at 6,900. I don't mind paying that price tag. Long as OG and Anobi at the price tag is or not the price tag. I get the minutes restrictions off of him. I don't mind taking the shot at OG. In the mid-range at 5,900, he's definitely a mid-range option. Moving on to the Denver and Atlanta game. Start me off with this game and tell me what you like from this game. Yeah, this game is interesting now because, uh, you know, we're kind of getting the Jamal Murray of last year's playoffs now. You know, he just put up 50 last game, and then I think the game before he had another 50 fantasy points. Um, so he's been really good, and a lot of people are going to chase that. And especially going against Trey Young, I can definitely see why. Because uh, Trey Young, as much as we love him on offense, he's horrible defensively. He really is. He's horrible. Like, I, <laughs> he can't defend a stick. So let's throw J uh, Jamal Murray in on this heater that he's on. Play him. Don't worry about anything else. Jokic has a tough matchup here, so don't chase the price on him. Jamal Murray should be a showdown captain for this game. There is no doubt about it. Trey Young obviously can match him, but Jamal Murray being a little, little bit cheaper obviously is going to give you a little more leeway there. So uh, I really like Jamal Murray up top, um, and uh, I think those centers match up really well against each other, and I think it's going to be tough to choose one. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, man? Yeah, I'm not really paying up for Jokic. That price tag is not really for me. I can go to Joel Embiid instead. So I'm not really high on him. Trey Young, I'm not paying that price tag either. I think the defense for just is not there for him. I think Jamal Murray's a better go-to guy at that price point. Give me some Jamal Murray. Capella going against Jokic is not, not really for me. I'm off of that. John Collins, I never really have gotten John Collins now that Capella's on the team. MPJ is way too inconsistent for me. Will Barton's a no-go, especially now with MPJ in the game still. There's not a lot I want from this game. I don't mind going to some Cam Reddish, who's been sneaky. Uh, I mean, he has sneaky upside these past couple games. 
So I don't mind getting some Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish and Murray are basically my only targets in this game overall. Do you have any guys down here that you want to get a piece of or not really? Yeah, I mean, honestly, other than Murray, I really don't like this game. I mean, these guys are just way too inconsistent, like you said. Mm. Um, If I were to take a shot on somebody, it would probably be Herter just because he's shown us some upside at some point this year, um, and he's not priced at 9K <laughs> like he was that one day, I remember, yeah. uh, a while back. Um, he's back at 5K, which is where he should be. Um, but other than that, no, nah, not really not really feeling anyone here other than Jamal Murray. I got you. So starting with this game, both Brooklyn and the Clippers, Still no Kevin Durant, so I do like me some Kyrie Irving at that price tag at 8700 Anytime Kyrie Irving is under 9 k I lock and load him no matter what. Basically how he's doing under 9 k is just – I don't understand it, why he's priced at, at 8700 with no Kevin Durant. So the usage rate's going to be there. I mean, it, he's going to get all the shots he wants in this game. I love this guy a ton at 8700 I don't mind taking a shot at James Harden at 10600 either. I mean, he can certainly get you there. Um, the rest of the Brooklyn team, I just never go to. I don't go to Joe Harris. I don't go to DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green. As long as all three are healthy, I don't go to anybody else in this Nets squad. Do you like anybody on the Nets? Uh, if we're just talking Nets, uh, I do like Kyrie, like you said, you know, because he's under that 9K range. Uh, I think he's been really good now that he doesn't have to be the point guard. Um, you know, he's more of the shooting guard now, as he said in that quote. You know, I told James he's the point guard now. Um, so Harden's been doing a pretty good job in that role, obviously. You can get an almost double-digit assists every game. So um, Harden's always viable, but knowing that he's going to either have Paul George or Patrick Beverly on him, uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. So uh, at that price point, I don't think Harden's necessarily someone you have to chase on the slate. Um, so I do like Kyrie a bit better um, with, no, with no Durant in this game. Exactly. On this Clippers squad, I always want to go against the Brooklyn team. So I do like me some Paul George at 9,100. And I do like the price tag of Kawhi Leonard. I like both those guys a ton. With everyone two back now, I'm not really getting to any of Lou Will. Um, the rest of the guys is just kind of hard to get to. I don't mind Ibaka in this matchup whatsoever. I think he can certainly get you there at 5,000 and Pat Bev at 4,400. I don't mind going to him whatsoever. That takes away from Reggie Jackson and Kennard. So the rest of the value, guys, other than just Kawhi, Paul George, DeBaca, and some Pat Bev, that's all I'm really getting to. And like I said, it's going against Brooklyn, so the defensive matchup is definitely in their favor. Other than that, who do you like on this Clippers squad? Yeah, I'm, I'm locking and loading Kawhi. Uh, I really like his price tag here at 95. Um, and he, after uh, coming back from injury last game, played 38 minutes, so minutes aren't going to be a worry for me, even though they did say he was going to be on a minutes restriction he went out and played 38 minutes so right not, not much of a minutes restriction there no Paul George definitely looks good um with him being at the shooting guard position on uh, surge at 5k i think he's a pretty safe you know if you want to just get a safe guy in there rather than a boomer bust guy uh he's pretty good there at that 5k range uh and knowing that surge is going to be in the game a lot i don't think we're going to see a lot of deandre jordan so don't chase deandre jordan he stinks anyway at this point in his career. So um, I, I think we're going to see a lot more Jeff Green in this game. Right. So moving on to this last game of the seven gamer, which we have Milwaukee and the Kings. 
So talk to me about this squad at the very top with the Malkley Bucks. Yeah. So um, this is uh, this is definitely a slate where I would play Giannis. Um, I wouldn't fade him in this one um, right. matchup here, and he's he's been able to do everything this year. You know, he he's been assisting even. It's crazy. He can even shoot a three every once in a while. I mean, you know, he's he's made his improvements, and no one's really taking notice because LeBron's having this awesome year. You know, Giannis is playing better than he was last year. But he's not the story now because LeBron's having a great year at age 36, whatever, however old he is. I don't even know. <laughs> but uh, Giannis is having a great year here. And, I mean, Middleton's been really bad. And I think that's why the Bucks have really fallen off. But, you know, I think once he finds his spot, I think the Bucks are going to be back to what they were last year. Um, and going against the Kings, I think, can be a great start because they suck defensively. Um, I know I've been pretty harsh on this show so far. To some guys and some teams but I mean you got to be real these are professional athletes you know so um Giannis should definitely be able to eat tomorrow um I do like Fox on the other side you know with Drew Holiday still being out I'm not too worried about the defense there so I think uh thanks Fox all the all the guards really from the Kings can really do well in this game um Halliburton's still coming off the bench so uh, he would probably be the last guard that I'd play, but I do like Fox and, and Heald. What do you think? Man? So basically Giannis is definitely a lock of the night. I definitely do like him in this matchup a ton. It's it's shown how bad they missed Drew Holiday on the defensive side because they're just giving up a ton of points. It's been difficult for this Bucks team with no Drew Holiday, which that shows how impactful he is on this team. So Middleton's kind of fallen off a cliff these past few games. He's definitely hard to come by. If you want to take a shot at him bouncing back, I, I don't mind it. This is the good right spot for him. If he can't do it against the Kings, I mean, I don't I don't know. He has to do it against the Kings. The matchup's there. Everything is in his favor. He's under 8K. So if you want to take a shot on him, I wouldn't blame you. Darren Fox at 7,700 is definitely underpriced, in my opinion, for what he's done these past few games. He's definitely in play. Buddy Hill, I'm not really taking a shot on. He's way too inconsistent for me. Hal Burton coming off the bench, I definitely like that. Bagley, if he does start, once again, I like him. A ton. I do like me some Bielitsa if he does start once again also. Bobby Portis is a no-go for me. If White's head starts even, I do like that. We need to just watch and blow. We need to watch and see what this lineup is going to be for the Kings because it can definitely change in a heartbeat with, with Luke Walton. So if there's no Holmes and there's no Barnes, that, that should open up those value guys again. And last but not least, Stephen Chinzo, I don't mind taking a shot on him. And actually, if Augustine does start, I do like Augustine starting as a value play. If it's going to be him or Forbes, one of the two, I'd like either one who starts. Dan, any last closing thoughts before we get out of here, my man? Yeah, I actually forgot to mention Augustine because he did start last game, so I he think did. he's definitely a guy. He's a veteran guy. He knows how to, you know, control an offense, and he really doesn't have to do much because Giannis can do most of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't talked a lot of, about a lot of guys who have been under 4K, so that's definitely one that you can go after um, with the Kings' terrible defense. Because uh, for all we know, Luke Walton could say, hey, let's start Corey Joseph this game for some reason. Right. So, you know, I, I really like Augustine here. He's at a great price. Um, Bren Forbes, I'm not going to chase after because he literally can't do anything other than shoot. So uh, he's just not the right value because he's not going to explode. He gets like zero rebounds. He gets like zero assists. And uh, if he can't shoot well, then he's going to put up a zero for you. So don't chase Bren Forbes. 
Right. So that pretty much drops up for us. Hit the like button for, for me once again to subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's been a ton, as y'all know. And have a great and safe rest of your night. Have a good one, everybody. See y'all.